Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. This week on the show, joining us in the monkey house for the very first time, it's bad boy of the Sands Pants Radio Podcast Network, Adam Carnavale. <laughs> hey, how are you going? <laughs> I'm the bad boy. Hell yeah. That's the nicest compliment anyone has ever paid me. <laughs> and returning to the monkey house, also from Sands Pants, also a bad boy, yeah. not the baddest though, it's Jackson <laughs> Bailey. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, that's fair. I, I, don't, I, I won't take that title. Yeah. Second baddest boy? Yeah, yeah. You're pretty ordinary boy. <laughs> You're not the worst Neutral boy. boy. Yeah, you neutral don't wear, the, wear a leather jacket and ride a bike like me. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You ride a bike? No. Oh, my God, no. I how no. bad you were. <laughs> oh, no, no. He never said motorbike. <laughs> could have been a motorbike. I, I don't even ride a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. And you, you host multiple podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Too many. In Frank, some yeah, frankly, too many to name. Yeah. And we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to find out what podcast, we've just got a sandspansradio.com. They're all there. There's yeah. too many. There's like at least six. <laughs> six. heaps. There's That's at least more... six and maximum two, three hundred. <laughs> Something around that. Yeah. It'd be less than that. Mm. Probably less than 300, more than six. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere in that sweet spot of between six and 300. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, you two messaged me. Yes. Out of the blue. Uh-huh. Uh, we'd, hardly, we'd hardly talked in weeks. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get a message saying... Just watch Harry and the Hendersons. I need to talk about it on your podcast. So, yeah. And I said, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> and tomorrow is now today. It happened. It happened so fast. It was, I know, so quick. And now we're here. Yeah, we um, we we weren't even trying to decide on what movie. To, here's here's how it happened. So you've had Joel Dusher on, on the show before. Yes. Yeah. So um, he was leaving the house and he takes a million years to leave anywhere he's he does what we call a douche or goodbye. goodbye it's good where it's, good. it's, it's like he's funny. like anyway i'm off and then we'll go do something in the studio and we come out and he's still in the lounge room and we're like oh you're going are you <laughs> anyway 
We thought it would be really funny. You've seen Harry and the Andersons now. You know, at the end when John Lithgow's like, get out of here. We don't watch you anymore. And then he kind of like, uh, Harry turns back and looks. We were like, wouldn't that be funny if that's how we got rid of Dusha from the house? <laughs> that is was such one of my favorite moments in the film. Oh, that so gave me a, a, a genuine lull. Oh, it's so funny. So funny. And it's then... still a bit time consuming because we got to drive him out to the forest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then we were, he left finally and we were like, what if we watched Harry and the Hendersons? And so we rented it for four dollars on the PlayStation Store, <laughs> and then we just you got watched it in it. HD. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, you gotta. You better believe it. it was. I, I went HD as well. Yeah. Oh, you, you want all, all the details? Two ninety nine for SD. <laughs> I want to pay the extra dollar. Yeah. Well, as we as we might discuss later on in this episode, you need the HD to see all the amazing facial features <laughs> and expressions of the titular Harry. Yeah, Harry, and also uh, the less titular John Lithgow. Yeah, yes. you need to see how. Well, I guess he is sort of titular. He's a Henderson. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. He he's is. one of the titular Hendersons. <laughs> <laughs> As the scary patriarch of the family, he is the titular Henderson. <laughs> but then we finished watching it, and like throughout the thrill ride that is Harry and the Henderson, <laughs> we were like, this movie's amazing. And yeah. we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, we got to do something about yeah. this. <laughs> and that's when we messaged you. Jackson was visibly vibrating in his chair. <laughs> <laughs> a movie, and because I'd seen it once, I think, as a child, and loved it. Yeah, and, I was exactly the same. Yeah, and there was a period of time where me and my, my younger brother, we would watch like a lot of like kind of those 80s movies together. And I was like, let's watch Harry and the Hendersons. And he was like, no, it sucks. <laughs> and so I was never allowed to watch it <laughs> until now. And watching it again, man. I disagree poor. with your brother. No, oh, it's yeah. great. It's so good. What, Bef- a, what an intense experience. <laughs> Before we get uh, into it any further, Adam, what as your first time, I mean, what's your favorite primate? All right, so mm-hmm. for some reason at Sans Pants, it's become a dirty word, but orangutans. <laughs> orangutans yeah. For some reason at Sans Pants, I, I know what it is. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't believe you've had her on the show, but Zoe, yeah. a person at Sans Pants, she hates orangutans and has poisoned everyone else oh. there. She hates orangutans. Not you, by the No, no, I love orangutans. Orangutans are like the kindest of all of them. <laughs> yeah. There's something about, you look at an orangutan and you're like, you... If you could, would help me. <laughs> yeah, totally. They do have that vibe. Yeah. yeah. What um, I like about orangutans is that they're least proportioned. <laughs> no other animal has that short legs v that long arms. Mm. That's incredible. God, I love orangutans. It's beautiful coloring. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Love that. Love that rang. <laughs> yeah. Love the rang. Love the tang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're incredible. Plus, doesn't their name mean like little man of the forest? Means yeah, man of man of the forest. That's I great. think orang means man or forest, and tang <laughs> means man or forest. So and, you can uh, them bring them together. It either means forest man, man <laughs> forest, forest forest, or man man. Forest of the man is yeah. a great name oh, for wow. Yeah, they do have like yeah, very furry. Mm. Yeah, they also have that thing where like if one of them becomes the the in in charge of a group or whatever, he just naturally becomes bigger. Or yeah, whatever. he gets yeah. flanges. Yes. I love those flanges. Oh. Those big face. I call them face wads, but yeah. I think more technically they're called <laughs> flanges. Somehow the orangutan body knows when this orangutan <laughs> is in charge. Yeah, and that's great. They get to a certain age. The yeah, the the male, the yeah. leaders get these big. Wads. Yeah, and I don't know what about having a wide face makes them more intimidating (laughs) to the rest of the orangutans, but it works. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's a real odd... 
I haven't never thought about it that much, mm. but there's something amazing about that's that. So good. That's, it's them. great. Gorillas when... get the silver back. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, that's sort of you know Mr. Sheffield style, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. A, well, they don't a, like, pretty grey. They don't get the silver back immediately. They start with the salt and pepper back yeah, as they get older, right. of course. And then as Nanny Fine frustrates <laughs> them more and more, that silver streak grows to their back. <laughs> Miss. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, orangutans. Great suggestion. Incredible. I'd say it's probably that if we were doing this as a poll, I think orangutans would be close. Mm. In terms of the guest Good. poll, they'd yeah. be right up there. Really? I think they're right up there for me as well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Mm. Jack, do you have any recollection on who you said last time? I suspect last time I may have said bonobos. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, proboscis monkeys. The big big nose monkeys. I think you did say that. But bonobos I also like because they're really horny. You like like sex stuff. Oh, yeah. That's that's about your personality traits. (laughs) Yeah, horny is probably up there. Animals and horniness. Mm, I have been told that that is something... To uh, watch out for, yes. To watch out for. Jackson's It's a around. cornerstone of my personality. <laughs> he is. Horniness and animals. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. But bonobos are just always going at it. That's No other ape do we talk about in the context of no other animal. <laughs> <laughs> we like, one of the cornerstones of what they are is just horny. Yeah, they, well, they, they solve problems. They okay. celebrate. Uh, they commiserate. <laughs> they solve problems. Makes it sounds like they're Charlie's angels. Or yeah. They solve problems. Yeah, by if, boning. If you need help and no one else is there, they'll solve problems. Bono, bonobo. 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 Oh, oh my god! There sense. it is. There it is. It was there all along. <laughs> we don't have to look any further. Anyway, this. Uh, week we're going to talk about the film Harry and the Hendersons, mm-hmm. and I always, I remember loving it as a kid, mm. but rewatching it, I had very little recollection of it yeah. until you know the back end. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll read out a little uh, IMDb story summary here for people who haven't seen it. Um, if you haven't, I mean, check it out. It's, yeah, it's, it's worth a, watching. It's available Absolutely. online. Yeah, for in Australia at least three ninety nine. I know yeah, that's cheap because you, you spend less on a potato cake. Yeah, <laughs> might as well watch Harry and the Hendersons. That might not be strictly true. You spend a dollar extra for a potato cake. How much is a potato cake? <laughs> I, I think it's bucks. about a buck. Yeah, buck okay. to two dollars. Yeah, oh, two well, for bucks two potato. If you're being overcharged, <laughs> two bucks <laughs> for two potato cakes, then you could be watching <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. You could not have done a more like niche reference. <laughs> yeah, thing no. is, I think only Melbourne calls them potato cakes. <laughs> yeah, Isn't the rest yeah. of Australia call them yams? Oh, yeah, or that's right. That's right. Scallops. Scallops. Yeah, scallops. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet potato. Yeah. All right. Um, and Americans probably call them. They probably get some other some man flatos. I think they yeah, call them flatos. <laughs> Flato. Yeah. Potato products. Really. I mean. Yeah, crisps yeah. in England. Yeah. They probably know. call potato cakes like hot, <laughs> soggy crisps. crisp discs. <laughs> crisp discs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't unified potato. We've got to unify. We've got to sort it out. I think that's when world peace will be achieved. <laughs> exactly. We come together on potato terminology. Yeah, that's true. So this is from IMDb by Robert Hartill about the story summary. He says, returning from a hunting trip in the forest. The Henderson family car hits an animal in the road. I'd say on the road. But anyway, this is not my story. (laughs) This is in the words of Rob Harthill, right? He says, in the road. Uh, At first, they fear it was a man. He spent so much of it. This is like a a short paragraph. He sends so much of it on the first three minutes. I can't help but notice that he. I've also identified an issue. He does does not think it was a man. Yeah. At first, he said, uh, he said, oh, I thought it was a person. 
So okay. you're right. He didn't think it was a man. He thought it was a man <laughs> yeah. or a woman. Gender neutral. Yeah. Exactly. And then he thinks it's... It's very brief, like a throwaway yeah. line <laughs> yeah. he's included in this short paragraph. It clearly summary. had an impact on it. It did. At first... They thought it was. They fear it was a man, and he did say they, but it was really yeah. just John. It's true. Mm. It's true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but when or what? What's George Henderson? Yes. Oh, the kid. Yeah, I think it's George. Yeah. Wait, who's well? Who's Lithgow? We called him oh. John Lithgow. Okay. Throughout the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, let's call him John Lithgow Henderson. <laughs> Everyone else got their actual names. John Lithgow was just John Lithgow throughout the movie. Uh, at first, they fear it was a man, but then they examine the body. Which is in uh, quotation marks, the body, which I think it is a body. It is a body. <laughs> so I don't know why they're quoting that. They find it's a Bigfoot, also in quotation marks. It is uh, a Bigfoot. <laughs> they think it's dead, so they decide to take it home. Brackets. There could be some money in this. <laughs> is is that the opinion of the author or <laughs> John guess. Lithgow? Bit of both, I guess. Uh, maybe this was actually written by John Lithgow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you It'll think Rob Hardell is a non-de-plume of <laughs> yeah, Lithgow? So. Uh, so there could be some money in this. As you guessed it, it in, again in inverted commas, what? isn't dead. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> Why did I choose this? So many summaries of this movie. Well, this is the most entertaining one. I'll give it that. So is that, wait, is it? it as yeah, you guessed, it. it, it. What? <laughs> uh, far from being the ferocious monster they fear, Harry, also in quotation marks, <laughs> to be, he's a friendly giant. In their attempts to keep Harry a secret, the Hendersons uh, have to hide him from the authorities and a man. <laughs> who has made it his life, his goal in life to catch, uh, inverted commas, Bigfoot. From a man. <laughs> and of the authorities man. <laughs> Not technically him. inaccurate, but like. And that Christ. man, interestingly. Poirot. Poirot. Poirot, I know. How oh, great. How Pretty insane. much playing Poirot. Yeah. He's so playing good. angry Poirot. Oh, God, it's so good, though. Things have did... gone wrong for Poirot. Now he... he's got to find a Bigfoot. He did a, a pretty, like it was a Poirot-ish. Mm. Yeah, it was Poirot-ish. It was Poirot-ish <laughs> accent, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I kept expecting I was. Uh, I kept expecting him to, to kneel down, look at some tracks, but as he kneels down to put down a little napkin <laughs> yeah. that he can kneel on. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, has he ever done any, like, film work I since or before? Like, I feel like I know him as just a TV, uh, just Poirot. <laughs> yeah, he's mainly Poirot, right? And then he, I've also seen him in interviews uh, talking about Poirot. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's done a couple okay. of different He's got things. range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but he, yeah, he really went with a Poirot-ish yeah vibe. Only, yeah, just a little mm. dirty wore khaki, mm. and he was apparently based on a real Bigfoot hunter. Really? Yeah, that, that. So him and the guy who owned the museum, the guy who owned the museum, seemed like it was a weird, cruel parody of an actual cryptozoologist called Lauren Coleman, who's just like a sweet old man. Right. So it just seemed like Harry and the Hendersons was angry at him for some reason, where they're like, "Ah, it's off." Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I thought they were they were kind of nice to him by the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. He was a good guy at the end. Yeah. So I, was the Poirot character based on an actual? Apparently, yeah. Jeez. Um. So. So how did Poirot come into it? He's just—he's he, always been hunting the yeah, Bigfoot yeah. his whole life. So he, he got—he basically found the scene of the the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he found uh, the, the car the accident. The car accident. Because wasn't he tracking Bigfoot and then he—he's following yes. the tracks and then they hit he the finds road. the license plate. Yeah, and they stop license plate. Yeah. Also, John Lithgow get that replaced. Lithgow, oh. yeah, dropped his number plate. That 
he could get a can, he should he get a fine certainly. Can we quickly just as well? Jack and I checked, and I think we found it. So this movie does not waste any time. John Lithgow hits Bigfoot at seven minutes fourteen <laughs> seconds into the movie. That's wild. Seven yeah. minutes fourteen seconds. Bang. Story's gone. Yeah, <laughs> I know, the, like that. The character establishment of John Lithgow is they're like he's hunting a rabbit with his son. Cool. He loved gun. Good. Yeah. And then. He annoys his family, and then they hit the Bigfoot. That's it. That's that's all you get. And I feel there was a real... Did you feel any sort of um, National Lampoon's vacation vibe? Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, felt like bit, it was yeah. the family set up in the Especially American... Especially the car, mm, the... Uh, wagon. Yeah, you're like, there it is. Yeah, yeah. It, had, it had lots of Big Lampoon sort energy. Of a bit of, big you know, lampoon. that kind of family tension mm-hmm. slash banter. Mm. Uh, the, yeah, the moody kids in the back. Yeah. One it, a bit nerdy and inquisitive. The other one. Older sister. Yeah. Classic, like, 80s older sister. Shut up, fart, breath style. She's a real grump. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> bit nerdy moody. and in- inquisitive is a very interesting way of describing what I think is a child psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> when they hit it, he's like, shoot it, Dad. Shoot <laughs> yeah, it. He, he loves that they kill that animal. He's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that actor was, yeah, that kid was wild. Like, he looked like he's he was nuts. about four years old, but he talked <laughs> like an adult. Yeah, That was... kid was not scared of anything as well. The entire time, he was, like, having just the best, the most terrifying things happening and you see this big dumb goofy grin on his <laughs> yeah, face it's like it's picking me up yay <laughs> i think what's wild about this movie as well is that i think in any other situation that kid would have been the protagonist like yeah right. this movie feels like kid meets bigfoot bigfoot and kid bond, bond and bigfoot helps kid with bullies or whatever but it's, it's about john lithgow like yeah. that's so rare it's like john lithgow and the bigfoot helps him work out his issues with his dad <laughs> it's beautiful it's it is it's gorgeous it's, it's, it's great so so they, well, they think they've killed it, right? Yeah. And Lithgow thinks there could be money in this, <laughs> in, in brackets. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So they put it, they put Bigfoot on the roof. I yeah. don't think they show how they lift it no, up. No, no, yeah, they creature. do, they do, because they're trying to drag him yes, on the bonnet right. by his feet, and it's oh, it's a hassle, because it would feet. be. Yeah. yeah. And it's also funny that, like, th- there's a quite genuine reaction when he thinks it's a Bigfoot as mm. well. He's like, oh, it's a deer. Oh, my God, I think it's an ape man, and then they get it on the roof. We get a great detailed <laughs> shot of hand. Yeah, yeah the hand's <laughs> yeah. flopping. That's that was exciting. the thing that gave it away. I would have thought it'd be the big foot. <laughs> but it was the big hand that made him realize it was a big foot. Yeah. Mm. They, they cottoned on pretty. Do you think you would have cottoned on? Like if you I thought I would I still would have assumed gorilla. Yeah, or yeah. That's yeah. what I would have thought. I would have well. assumed real creature. Yeah, it would have been like this is a gorilla, probably not a big foot. Although, Some sort of ape, I don't know. I would assume that something had happened at the nearby zoo. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. If I'm up in like, you know, the Pacific Northwest and it's quite big, I might be like what if? Right. <laughs> There's a chance. That's true because that's that's where Bigfoot is. That's where he lives. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, from those from them woods, and I I assume that's probably why they said it there. Yeah, that would make <laughs> a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they 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 get halfway home, and uh, Harry, <laughs> who's not yet named Harry, but it's the just, Bigfoot, yeah, he wakes up. And he surprised him through the windscreen. He does that mm. great, like, with his yeah. face kind of coming down from the roof. Classic comedy shot. And then they hit him again. And they believe again that they've killed him. <laughs> yeah, they haven't learned any lessons. <laughs> Put him back on the roof, get him home. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. This should... Yeah, they didn't. They're like, <laughs> oh, this time he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I assume. This time we go. It's pretty much like before. What are yeah. the odds that twice he would seem dead and not be dead? That's also funny because that means they didn't tie him on terribly well. No. Because he just slides off. 
They're like, surely, mm. I don't know, tie him a bit tighter or did he worm out of his restraints? Maybe, maybe he's he very strong. That's he true. That's true. It's also very funny to imagine that they didn't hit him that hard either time. It's just like, you know, those fainting goats? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that if a Bigfoot is frightened, it just keels <laughs> over. <laughs> that's great if that's the case and no one's ever caught a Bigfoot before. <laughs> Bigfoot's just not been scared up until then, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So they get him back on the car. Yeah. Yes. Drive him home. That's when we find out they're in Seattle. Mm-hmm. There's a welcome to Seattle sign that's or something like that. Yeah, that's just, mm. just so we can tell. Which is cool. And then, because um, it's also the home of Frasier. Yeah, that's what makes it cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they could, they could flick on the radio at any minute. <laughs> and and Dr. Frasier Cray. It could be. <laughs> I didn't realize you were saying it. It's in the universe of Frasier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happens in the same world. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so they take him home. Uh, Again, they... they've just left him tied yeah, they leave to the him roof in the of the garage. He's like, I'm going to go to bed. It's late. <laughs> and then uh, John Lithgow has a nightmare that wakes him up, reenacting, which is pretty full on <laughs> yeah, flashback of the crash. That's mm. true. That must have Wait. traumatized him more than he let on. And so you obviously think, oh, geez, he's traumatized. I guess he's going to go and make a stiff drink or yeah. something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he grabs a tape measure and I guess he's gone, oh, that's right. I killed a Bigfoot. Let's go measure it. <laughs> How big is night. it? Okay. How big is that foot? <laughs> so he goes out with the torch, but realizes oh, again no. <laughs> he's so not slow. dead. I guess because he's, he's loose again. I don't understand. Didn't they just get that great? massive Bigfoot, like, just destroying their house. The transition from Bigfoot being a threat to being a member of the family yeah. is just it's so, so sudden. It just I don't know when they make the decision. And so, so, yeah, there's this whole sequence of him trashing the house once they find that he's still alive. He's around, yeah. Um, he's, eat, he's drinking milk. Yeah. He's sort of Weird, been a bit scary. Weirdly able to understand some things but not other. Like, he... Somehow Bigfoot comes into the house, is like, refrigerator, I'll find food in there. Yeah. Yeah. But then when he's going through a doorway, he's like, what's this thing that's in my way? Must push the lip of the door. Yeah, up. somehow he knows how to drink from a carton of milk. When surely, I feel like if you gave any ape a carton of milk, they'd just bite into it and yeah. suck. But he knows that to take, like, he takes the top off. He's clever. But yeah, then... so he's, he's been in a house before. I, <laughs> I think Absolutely. you might be right. I didn't notice that, but yeah, that's true. He's definitely been in a house or two. But some things, because Adam's right, he hits like the top of the door frame and he's like, what? And he believes Maybe he's in been God. In oh, yeah. He also, we also <laughs> he find believes... out he believes in, in Wait, when do we some kind of burial oh, practices. Oh, he gets right, all he the. Does. Yeah, because John Lithgow, a hunter, has so many heads of animals. Uh, Bigfoot sees them, freaks out, and immediately starts burying. I know. Them. Where's, where's that from? Who, what even? He's got some kind of rudimentary religion happening. Loves yes. fish though. Yeah. Fish don't count. No feelings. Yeah, that is that. That was mm. confusing because they've made him basically an animal-loving vegetarian. Only he eats the goldfish. Yeah, he's a why not just take, Do they? They believed in that. <laughs> fish, goldfish eating scene so much that they had to leave it in. Well, I like what? to imagine the the writers back in the eighties were like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna believe in a vegetarian. <laughs> we gotta, we can make him a pescatarian, but that's as far as we can with go. That we can get away with. Yeah, <laughs> and I wonder if that. This movie is to blame for vegetarians everywhere always being asked, but do you eat fish? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a Harry and the Henderson situation? (laughs) Harry and the Henderson's vegetarian or otherwise? Uh, So so he's trashed the house. This goes on. This goes quite a scene. Ten ten minute scene or something. Mm. They're inside with him. They're outside. There's this quite a funny scene where he's coming in and out to bury the animals. And and he uh, Lithgow says to his wife. Lock him out. <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's like, all right. And then he's at the door 
Sometimes it feels like a spoof at times. Yeah. He's sort of trying to get in and she's like, oh, John Lithgow, he's trying to get back in. Stole him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, what do I do? And he goes, show him the pasta maker. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's great. Where'd that come from? I forgot that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yeah, there was, like, so there's times where it's baffling and then there's a few, there's just a few funny lines. Yeah, where you're like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe this. It's hard to pick the genre of this yeah. movie. And then kind of, yeah, I don't know at what point. Is it when their neighbor who has a lot of dogs arrives oh, so that they're like, dogs. maybe he's a member of the family? Well, I think first he's called the cops because they, for quite a while, he goes, gets the gun. Yeah, that's true. They, the, um, Harry's upstairs, and then yeah, that's Lithgow's right. He's looking yes. at it, and he's like, looking maybe through the site. He's he's got the shot. Take the shot, John. <laughs> Bigfoot's... There's a, a beast that is destroying a house. <laughs> Bigfoot understands what a gun is and looks <laughs> with a calm, calm <laughs> indifference at his own death directly <laughs> into John Lithgow's eyes. He's like, if this is how I go, this is how I go. <laughs> and Lithgow, in that moment, it's not super clear, but he sees some humanity in, guess, in yeah. Harry's eyes, and he, he he climbs back down the ladder, and he's th- like, it's the ape's house now. <laughs> <laughs> And oh then, well. So they go. Um, his wife says, uh, "John Lithgow, call the call, call someone, call, call the yeah, cops." Yeah. So he calls the cops. They, and they don't believe him. They don't believe. He's like, "Oh yeah, you got a Bigfoot." And there's that sort of tropey scene of the mm. cop tapping on the window, yeah. going, "Hey, fellas, get a load of this. <laughs> this guy thinks there's Check a Bigfoot." Check this guy out. <laughs> Which, as we discussed when we were watching the movie, is actually cra- I never thought about that trope, but that trope is crazy because if a cop gets a call from someone who they think seems mentally unstable. <laughs> Absolutely, they should check that out. Yeah, go check it out. There's something's happening. Yeah, I know. Nobody's just calling. There's a Bigfoot trashing my house. Yeah, good one. Like, <laughs> why not head over there? That's your job. And is the cops reason? He basically said, "Well, we can come over, but if it's a real Bigfoot, we're going to have to get the army in. This is going to cost a lot. Your whole suburb's going to be a war zone." And Lithgow's like, "War zone." No, you're right. I was only joking. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want a war zone. Why does he think the army's necessary? Why is John Lithgow like, that makes sense? A tank is what a take oh, out. Uh, could you just send a patrol car around to have a quick look? <laughs> just, just want someone to prove that I did, in fact, have captured a Bigfoot. So that was enough. And he goes, all right. And he says, I guess because they needed to make it so that they were on their own. So he, yeah. he makes that call and he hangs up and says to his family, well, I guess we're on our own. <laughs> I know. No backups coming. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I've chosen not to have it. <laughs> yeah, try try another cop. Like <laughs> call again. But so I guess someone was, else. I guess this is where meant to see that he he start he started to feel for the yeah that's true the bigfoot. Mm. He's thinking maybe maybe I don't. He doesn't want a war zone because he doesn't want anyone killing it. Yeah. you know he's like, well, I didn't want to do it. I don't Whereas, want a cop. Not mm. thinking that the even a single cop's going to come. <laughs> anyone else is going <laughs> to shoot. Yeah, the bigfoot probably. Yeah. especially when it's grabbing your family. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to give the bigfoot the chance that John Lithgow gave the bigfoot. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, at this point though, Harry is he's not so much of a threat anymore, right? Like he's just kind of wandering around. The yeah. house, and then then that's when the neighbor comes by. Mm. She's got dogs. She oh, will so not take no dogs. for an answer. Yeah. Hey, we're not we're not home. We're busy. <laughs> Why like, is she she's really keen she's on getting very pushy. Oh, oh my god, it's crazy how like if I had a neighbor like that, I I would have called the cops on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of her dogs gets in and remains with the <laughs> Hendersons for the whole movie. She just doesn't notice that one of her dogs is The gone. Hendersons are okay with stealing a dog and she's okay with losing one. That's crazy. And the, 
Yeah, and she so but they they can't let her see that there's a big mm, foot. They went mm. from wanting the cops to come and help to <laughs> we can't let anyone know <laughs> our little gotta secret. Protect the big foot. <laughs> also, she cause she looks in the house and sees that the fridge is like collapsed, and they're like, "We're cleaning it out," and she's like, "Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah, sure." What's that smell? <laughs> well, you're being a bit rude now, lady. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you barged in and you're accusing us of like, why are you still here? <laughs> Please go. Clearly, we're stressed. And at this point, Bigfoot's in the basement, yeah? yeah? And his hand starts reaching out and they're slapping it to try and... The John kid... Lithgow rises into the air when Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. presumably stands up and lifts the floor. Oh, yeah, that great scene where he's like, I'm doing calisthenics or whatever. <laughs> and it's just Bigfoot rising up and down. Bigfoot doing a weird, like, I don't know what, hop? A weird trope of this movie is Bigfoot is too tall. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll make like an like a raised a dunt, lump a dent, wherever yeah. he is, or a dunt if you're nasty. <laughs> that that was fun. I liked how yeah, rubbery the floor. Was. That was mm. great. It was a good scene. Uh, John Lithgow rolled with the punches as well, and uh, Dog Lady was just not suspicious. Yeah, she was like, yeah, okay. Someone's having it. They're defrosting the fridge in a pretty weird way. How they've knocked it over there. But if that's in, how they defrost the fridge, maybe that's how they do calisthenics. Huh? In yeah. her defense, John yeah. Lithgow starts the movie weird. Yeah, yeah. That's John, true. John Lithgow has a strange intensity about him this entire movie. Yeah, I could understand. John Lithgow always seems yeah like. Like a little bit too energetic. Yeah. Like his heart's beating faster than a regular man's, you know? The whole film. Yeah. Like someone's leaned in at the beginning of the movie and whispered to him, You've got to do this in a thousand heartbeats. <laughs> I I already like him before rewatching this. But watching it, I love him. Yeah. I love him so much of it. It's so good. He's so good. He for like receiving the script for Harry and the Hendersons and being like, I'm gonna give this 110% (laughs) is such a great move. I I think any of the faults with it are like story, Mm. like there's things that don't quite add up and don't quite make sense. But I think there's so there's heaps of funny moments and he's just so great. Yeah. It's great to watch it's one of those movies that's just good to watch. It's a good fun time. And Harry the titular Harry, his, his expressions rule. Oh my god, he's well, so expressive. He's he's um, made by a special makeup effects artist Rick Baker. Oh, Are you really? familiar with Rick's work? I think no. maybe something else. That's a familiar name. No, wait, we did search this, didn't? Uh, was it the same person who did the uh, Predator? He's done so much stuff. Um, do you want me to go through some yeah, some yeah, of sure. his works? Um, and he's also said, according to IMDb, um, he said uh, this is his favorite character he's created. <sighs> That's great. And he's created like iconic <laughs> characters. He he worked on the original Star Wars, oh, man. Uh, the old King Kongs, The Exorcist. Uh, I think he was, you know, starting out then. Greystroke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes. He was sort of he became like a real ape guy. Oh, mm. that's good. He also, I'm pretty sure. So he's done um, Gorillas in the Mist, yeah. Missing Link. Man, that's a lot of ape movies. Werewolf, okay. uh, Gremlins 2, <laughs> uh, Batman Forever, The Nutty Professor. Wow. Which is, he had to do all the, because it was, he made Eddie Murphy a big fat man. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like a bit of a downgrade from being Harry or making yeah. Harry to be like, well, but it's going to make Eddie the, Murphy fat. This is the one you might... Uh, be mm. most excited about Mighty Joe Young. Oh, <gasps> what man! There you go. So he's That's he's done great. a lot. He did, uh, a lot King, of apes. <laughs> a lot of the King Kongs, uh, X Men, 
He did in orbit as well, so he's really worked. <laughs> he's been... love working with the clumps. I guess. I guess if you're like, if you're Eddie Murphy, you're like that guy did a good job last time. Yeah. He knows now how to make me fat. So I remember let's get him back in throughout all of these movies. Mm. Harry and the Hendersons was the best. That was his favorite. Mm. Probably yeah. be my favorite too, to be Planet honest. Planet of the Apes in 2001. That was the one with uh, the uh, weird the, one. With, yeah, yeah, with, with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> God, oh, I forgot that movie. Hellboy, the original one. A lot of the Men in Blacks. Anyway, so he's done yeah, man. heaps of huge movies. And Harry and the Hendersons is his favourite. Yeah, which is... I, I get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons has more heart than all of mm. those films combined. <laughs> Even more than uh, the movie directly preceding it, Rat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Well, I don't know. I've never seen Rat Boy. I haven't so either. So my opinion may change. That's a 1986 American drama. What? Um, About a rat boy? Yeah. uh, I mean, obviously. (laughs) And apparently, according to Wikipedia, there's uh, one of the film's peculiarities. (laughs) One of? That there never is any explanation of Rat Boy's origin and existence (laughs) as a human-rat hybrid. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Maybe we watched the wrong movie. (laughs) Yeah. Far Rat out. Boy. Rat boy. It's a drama. That's what I keep thinking. <laughs> it's not like a creature feature. It's a... What? Is Rat Boy going through that some is issues? Crazy. I guess My being word. a Rat Boy in and of itself is... A, There's some issues it, in, involved with that. If yeah. Harry and the Hendersons is anything to judge by with like yeah. makeup and such, Rat Boy is obviously an incredible movie. Oh, yeah. It must be. I want to know if... Uh, if the like how the mask were, I genuinely want a behind the scenes video just on how the makeup yeah works. yeah absolutely because like Harry the the titular Harry has like so many expressions mm. every my favorite expression is the kind of sultry one he gives John Lithgow when he's like what are you doing it's yes. great. it's so like over the glass smoldering yeah it's yeah. like a mm. <laughs> and he's kind of come on now John oh it's what are you so doing? good what are you doing here John oh, so much I love it's, it. Like lip work, I yeah. think, which is strange. I think there's a lot of lip work. Mm. Right. There's a lot with his mouth. And those teeth look great. Great big, mm. yeah, gappy smile. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's it's yeah. just delightful. Uh, apparently, according to Rick Baker, he uh, based the design of Harry off orangutans. Oh, there you go. Particularly there the beard. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. Once I read that, I could see yeah. it. Yeah, totally yeah, no, got that. I see it. Absolutely. Not quite flange. He's just like, just short of, Yeah, he's got a like quite a big forehead. I think yes. he's on his way to flange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's well, his equivalent. We, we don't yeah. know if he's the king Bigfoot. That's you know what That's I mean. Right. Probably a Bigfoot out there with much flatter face. And um, so the the actor who played uh, Harry, uh, Kevin Peter Hall, mm. is seven foot two. Wow. And then with the costume and and a head and everything, uh, meant that he ended up being over eight feet. It's great. Wow. I really like the size difference mm. between him and John. Like, it looks realistic. Because Lithgow is he's tall. Four. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess they needed someone huge. Yeah. I really like. I don't know if it's on that on the IMDb for the what's the guy that played Bigfoot, <laughs> that played Harry. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall. Kevin Peter Hall. I think there's a bit where it's like because Kevin Peter Hall was in costume for so many of the films he did, no one could tell he was so handsome and muscular. Right. <laughs> it's just like one of the IMDb trivia things about him. You're like, was that written by Hall himself? Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> was he like, nobody knows how beautiful I am. <laughs> I guess that would be a tragedy of being mm. like specifically a costume act. I don't know what you call that. 
Like whatever Andy Circus yeah. is. No, nah, it's a different thing entirely, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Andy Circus doesn't wear a costume. Well, that's true. But like Andy Circus is in a lot of films not as Andy Circus. Yeah. But I guess he's also in a lot of films as Andy Circus. He's in some movies as Andy Circus and as not Andy Circus. <laughs> that's, that's a good so point. Kevin Peter Hall, um, uh, he's best known as the titular creatures in Predator, mm-hmm. Predator 2, and Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, that's the one. There and this is a personal quote from him It's ironic. People know me because I play the monsters, but I'm most recognized from the small roles in which they see my face. None of that stuff really bothers me. Whether I'm recognized in or out of costume isn't a kind of pressure I put on myself. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's also funny to imagine you're not going to get recognized in costume if you're... Like, if you're I would not see costume. him and be like, are you Harry and the Hendersons Harry? <laughs> be like, how did you tell? <laughs> yeah, that's... I, look, good for Hall, I mm. guess. <laughs> good, good luck to him. I think, well, maybe the, just the people who read that fact where he's handsome. Yeah. I said, you're pretty handsome you're and pretty tall. You're pretty handsome and muscular. <laughs> you wouldn't happen say. to have played Harry from Harry and the Henderson? <laughs> Can I get you? I would rather... No, I'd rather John Lithgow's autograph than Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Let's be honest. Let's be fair. Who's, but which character, like, if you were going, if you were approaching one of the movie characters, whose autograph would you rather? No, then I'd rather. If Harry was a genuine big ape, then yes, obviously I'd want Harry's autograph. Well, I don't know, because John Lithgow is an artist in this, so maybe he could draw you and then sign it. Mm, Maybe he could draw a picture of me and Harry together. You know that that picture that, so there's a, where are we up to in the film? I think... (laughs) He, he, well, he Quite leaves. Early. So Harry leaves. Yeah. Yes. He runs away. I can't yes, remember why. Well, because what happens is that they're like, we gotta, we gotta get Harry back to the woods. I think is their plan. Right. No. First, you got the great scene of John Lithgow teaching Harry to sit. Remember, oh, yeah. John Lithgow's wife comes back and With he's sugar like sugar cubes or something. Yeah, he's like, yeah. check this out. He loves sugar cubes, and then they're like, sit, and he just does this massive <laughs> bomb slam into like just he does a Mario like Mario bomb slam oh, sort of thing. Like he's so trying good. to kill a Goomba or something, <laughs> and he like smashes a couch, smashes a chair, and then every time they say sit, he does this. Which, look, impressive that they trained him to recognize, you know, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And it's also funny in that scene because John Lithgow's like, he was doing it right previously. So, like, what happened? <laughs> I guess he got excited. Yeah. Which is pretty cute. They fed him sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Right. And then... So, yeah, why did he end up... Why did he end up... He ran away for some reason. Because I remember what happened. So, um, John Lithgow's like, we're going to put him in the car. And they, we established that he likes a fillet of fish. Yeah. They right. use fillet of fish to try and get him into the car. When I first saw this movie, and, and when I, we were going to watch this again, I clearly remembered that being name brand McDonald's Burgers. Right. But it's not. It's and not. that blows my mind. Mm. I remember it being like a big ad for like, hey, hey it's he loves the fillet of fish. Do you think this Out is now. a Mandela effect? I think I've been mandala by Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Or maybe it was the kind of thing where McDonald's pulled their promotion and were like, I don't know if we want to be associated well, with this Well, maybe it was from the sitcom, the spin-off sitcom. Yeah, maybe could, it could be. McDonald's. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, but yeah, so they, they get him in the car with fillet of fish. That seems weird because John Lithgow goes and buys like a whole bunch of hamburgers, like mm. a ridiculous, foolish amount. And he, uh, I think a family's amount. 
Yeah, no, because he has like a big bag full of beef burgers yeah. and a big bag full of filet of fish. Oh, he and he's like, right. have a beef burger. And Harry's like, mm, I'm good. And then he's like, of course, you only eat fish, which he knew. And then he gives the big bag of cheeseburgers or whatever to his son. Who is so mad. Yeah. He wanted those wanted filet fish. burgers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, that's what he preferred. And then he, he, well, gives... he looks up to Harry. Yeah, that's true. He does. <laughs> he sees him as a sort he's of like everyone diet. Yeah. He's like eight foot. Everyone looks up to Harry. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, please go. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was a weird scene. Like, if you're at McDonald's and you're like, "What does he eat?" Probably not meat. I've seen him eat my wife's plant and my daughter's uh, corsage. Well, well, let's get beef and fish. Yeah, what? no chicken. I noticed. Her, so yeah, that was a weird scene. So uh, when he's knocked over the fridge and stuff, mm-hmm. he's he's got hold of her corsage. At this point, everyone's afraid of him. Yeah, but the daughter goes, "Hey, that's my." 15, my 15th birthday corsage. Yeah. I oh, guess okay. this is a thing. <laughs> so weird. And a corsage is a flower? Is, is yeah. it like a flower? That it's you wear a, around your wrist or yeah, something? It's, yeah, it's a flower. you re- It's typically given to you by your date or whoever right. you're going I'm with. always baffled in like movies about prom where the guy turns up with the corsage in like a little plastic... I don't know why, but yeah, that's what the, is that? That's just the it's container. Like a, it's like a cheap plastic container. Mm. Like it's To I, keep I, it safe. I'm baffled yeah. by it. Corsages are weird. Yeah, it's, and there's a 15th birthday one, so I don't know how many you get. What, yeah, what is that? But she was. She said she's been saving it for six months. She was going to keep it forever or something. What? Yeah. So she was furious when he ate it. Yeah, and she gives him, she, if you'll pardon the expression, goes ape at, yeah. <laughs> at Harry. And Harry is very stressed. Yeah. And great expressions all around from mm. Harry oh in my that God, scene. Oh, so good. He, I, what we were saying when we were watching it, we love how all of Harry's hand movements yes. are up really high by his chest. <laughs> Yeah. He's all like, oh, gee, oh, boy. That's <laughs> great. It's, it's it's just a pleasure to watch. But yeah, they, they get him in the car. What makes him run, though? Um, I forget exactly. I think I think I was not watching yeah, for any of this part. Some, how did we like, get him blank on how or why he runs? He gets out of the car. It's very easy for him to get out of the car because to open the door, Harry just tears <laughs> it off, it basically. Off. That car really cops it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it happens twice. Yeah. Two times. Harry's one time not to kind set to up the car. joke and one time to pay it off, <laughs> I guess, a second. When they need to quickly make a getaway and Harry tears the door off and destroys the ceiling <laughs> by sitting up in the car. <gasps> Is it? Uh, is it like, because like they need to go inside for some reason, like John Lithgow's got to yeah. head inside and then Harry books it? Right. Yeah, but I don't remember why do he, forget. he runs. But anyway, he's really gone. Hey, he's yeah. out of here. He's out. And the next thing we see him, you know, terrorizing it. Well, you know, very, he's terrorizing yeah. neighbor, the neighborhood. Mm. But it's innocent. You Innocently. Know. They just, there's a lady who thinks it's a mouse. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, even though she right. sees the hand come out <laughs> yeah. and grab... A piece of food, and she's like, she I guess thinks that a... hand is a mouse. What are those mice understand. with human hands that we got? <laughs> yeah, creeps over to swat it with a newspaper, swats him on the foot. Oh no, it's Harry! And looks up and faints. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Harry just kind of goes on like not not like a rampage because that's that sounds too malicious. Mm. He just sort of wanders around. <laughs> well, the, anyone who sees him immediately thinks that he's an awful, terrifying that's creature. True. Yeah, and so they freak out, and that just scares him because he's actually a kind, gentle soul. Right, exactly. And then we get introduced to uh, where John Lithgow works. The Lithgow and Son or whatever, yeah. where his store, his yeah. dad his dad owns the store and John Lithgow works there. Um, John Lithgow and his dad have such an, a strange relationship. Well, it could yeah. be because of this. This is a fact from IMDb. Uh, M. Emmett Walsh plays John Lithgow's father. Mm. 
when in actual in actuality Walsh is only ten years older than Lithgow. Ah, we, yeah, yeah. That's something we actually said. We when we were watching them talking, I was like, "That's so crazy!" Because he does not look like he no, could they, be they John Lithgow. They look father. the same age, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Lithgow's looked that age his whole life. Yeah, 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 absolutely. John Lithgow looks at now. He looked at then as a baby. He, he probably, was probably came born, out. Yeah, <laughs> looking like John Lithgow. His baby yeah, body. He's got John the Lithgow's best head. face. Oh, it's it's so expressive. And John Lithgow, like, look, I don't know uh, the how... animatronics on that face. <laughs> <laughs> Baker's done a great yeah, job. Exactly. <laughs> who, who played John Lithgow? Though? The same guy. Dual role. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was sort of a, a clumps scenario. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy playing all the characters. But like, but like, and it, it, we can't express it enough. John Lithgow's sort of like manic intensity yeah. when he's working in like the gun shop and he's stressed about where Harry is and he's sweating and oh, it's it's so good. He always looks like he has a. Thin film of sweat all over <laughs> him. He always looks like that. But it, that morning, so we see that Harry's around the neighbourhood overnight, mm. terrorising people, making them think mm. he's a mouse. Then it's morning time and Lithgow is sitting in his suit, ready for work, eating breakfast. I'm like, wait, what is, what is this? <laughs> he's just going to go to work? Yeah, no. He had like, a big well... foot... What? It's, and they're How watching. You just go on with your life. They're watching some strange. Is that the morning where they're watching like a yeah a, it's Jimmy a, Jimmy someone? It's a late more. It's a late night show, but it happens at morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's talking about classic. I'm so sorry. You know, there's no editing on this show. <laughs> People are going to be confused by that. That's the alarm that states we've done too many good jokes too soon. <laughs> exactly. So we have to now slow it down a bit. Slow okay. down that pace. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that roof machine just down a little bit, down back to six. Um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes. So yeah, there's this weird late night show in the morning, and he's this guy is just chuckling. Yeah. He's a very annoying character. Oh, John Lithgow yes. hates him as well. Exactly, because yes. he's like, <laughs> get this, <man. laughs> this guy, <laughs> this idiot says this is a big boy. And uh, uh, Lithgow's wife says, let's uh, let's turn it off. Yeah. And he says, no, leave it on. He'll keep me fired up until I have my morning coffee. <laughs> Which is good fun. Great lines. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I need hatred till I have caffeine. <laughs> I should stop. Uh, it's funny that we only know one. I mean, he's the only name actor in the film, apart from Poirot. Mm. But uh, his wife, Melinda Dillon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see what she's been in. She Because uh, that was a fun fact about her. Nearly yeah. every scene she was barefoot. Really? Yeah. What? Apparently. Why? I don't so know. Weird. She was in... Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. Uh, Magnolia. Similar energies. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, it's so a bit of a step up for yeah. her, I guess, for Harry <laughs> yeah, and the Hendersons. Yeah. Yeah. So huh? It's been, yeah, been in a, in a bunch of that, that, stuff. It didn't seem like her and John Lithgow had the best relationship. No. Am they I were the only quite, one? Th- yeah. Their marriage was quite clearly on the rocks. It was on the rocks, and I think, in a way, Harry can... brought them together. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I thought they had, I thought they had a kind of... I mean, I, I feel like I was not fully paying attention to this film, <laughs> but it did feel like they were kind of... They had a kind of well, a fun... I had, think maybe 
thing going on. I think I know why you think that. Because it's the sort of rocky relationship where John Lithgow doesn't know it's a rocky relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everyone else does. Absolutely. Right. There's just like a lot of moments where she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, I gotta get that one. And she's like... Okay. That when, would be a stressful relationship to be in. <laughs> yeah. When she leaves him, he will be shocked. Yeah, <laughs> it, will catch, it will catch him by surprise. What? But thank God, Harry. Yes, no. Because Harry provides the therapy John Lithgow mm-hmm. so sorely needed. Absolutely. Um, and helps him sort out his issues. And they're stronger for it. Yeah. So, so at the shop, that uh, Lithgow and Sons, uh, or Henderson and Sons mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, bullet and ammo shop. Yeah. It wouldn't be bullet and ammo. <laughs> no, gun no. and ammo shop. Gun, gun, and, I guess so, yeah. And uh, Poirot rocks up mm. uh, uh, to buy some ammo. Poirot also rocks up at home. Yeah, he's mm. on the hunt now. And uh, he he's... Faking it as a like a forestry guy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like I heard you hit some... an animal. What's going on? And they're mm. like, Oh yeah, we didn't see it. We just drove past. And Melinda Dillon, the wife, mm. is saying, um, I yeah, she's sort of trying to be helpful. Yeah, mm. she, she's also I... trying to get. She, I think she can sense a little bit that he's a not a good person. Yeah, yeah. and she definitely is still trying to protect Harry. Yeah, so she's giving yeah, yeah. very little away. The whole family pretty quickly were like, <laughs> we love and we'll, we'll die. die. For this we'll day. die for that. Yeah. Eh? We must shelter. Should we talk about that? So we, I mean, this is a, a podcast about uh, primates and popular yeah. culture, mm. non-human primates for the most part. Obviously, John Lithgow yeah. is a primate, <laughs> yeah, technically yeah. speaking. Yeah. It counts, but yeah. But uh, and how did you see? Because some people would question whether Bigfoot is well, a primate. Look, Bigfoot, if it's going to be anything. Is probably going to be an ape or a North American ape, as they're sometimes called, or a nape, as they're right. sometimes somewhat disturbingly called. Nape if you're nasty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of the leading theories as to what the the Bigfoot might be is a, a prehistoric ape or a, not prehistoric, but like a back-in-the-day ape. <laughs> Back-in-the-day ape. Back-in-the-day ape. An ape of yore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a ye old ape known as Giant Apithecus. And that's an ape, and it was like six foot, seven foot tall. And that used to live in like the kind of like Russia kind of north area. <laughs> and then when the Bering Land Bridge between North America and Russia existed and people came over, the theory goes that so did Bigfoot. Right. And that's why you got Bigfoots and Yetis, because it's all the same right. continent. This is not research he has done for this podcast. He just knows that. <laughs> no, that's... Hey, well, I did a whole episode of Do Go On About Bigfoot yeah, as well. So you're talking to another that's, I'm cryptoid. Glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> as we call us, yeah. amateur crypto. Yeah, amateur crypt, crypt, cryptolos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, Bigfoot, probably an ape. I don't know what else he could be. Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah. definitely an ape. It, potentially mythical, depending on what you believe. Depending Fair. on where yeah. you are, yeah. But and some say, uh, if if they were real, uh, wouldn't we have found their bones and like their carcasses? Mm. Well, I explain this in the film. Do you exactly. remember that? They he bar- he buries them. He buries them, and they also. Truth. I think he said. Did he say they ate them? Yes. That's one of theory of the. Yeah, I think that's like a claim that is like meant to be outrageous when it's right. said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I didn't say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I thought yeah. pretty reasonable. They ate they the ate fish and themselves. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> no, but you're right. I, no. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the whole point of the burying. Yeah. yeah. To so show people. Oh, people, so oh we, we can't find Bigfoot because he's buried. He's dead. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And if there's, you know, a pretty small breeding population and they live densely in the kind of junk woods or whatever, maybe we wouldn't find their bones. How often do we find bear bones? 
pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> now that I think about well, actually, it. Actually. Often enough. So. Although bears do not bury their dead. Yeah, exactly. Bigfoot possibly does. Mm. Well, I think definitely does. <laughs> yeah. Look, if mm. Harry and the Hendersons has anything to go on, and it absolutely is. does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where now where are we up to? So we're Bigfoot's he's staring oh. at that highway because he wants to get back to the woods. Yes. Right. But he's like, I ain't crossing that. Right. And he's been causing a bit of a ruckus. Mm. John Lithgow um finds out somehow about Poirot. Yeah, because Poirot comes Poirot comes and says to um uh John Lithgow's wife, what was her name? Um Dylan. 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 Yeah. He's he, he's like, hey, you know, did you hit something? She's like, no, no, well, we did, but please go. And then he goes and he tries to buy, like, I, I assume they're like a very high caliber of bullet yeah. yes. to hunt the Bigfoot. And John Lithgow's like, okay, we've only got one. Hmm. I'm I think suspicious. he's also come because he kind of knows that John Lithgow hit Bigfoot mm. at that point. So I think he's come. To also start to size up John Lithgow. Yeah, right. And realizes there's some crazy energy there and books it. <laughs> and, but, and I the, don't need this. The media's starting to get around this mm, Bigfoot yeah. Bigfoot fever is so hit the, the town. laughing late night morning show guy is having a good chuckle yeah. about the story of a Bigfoot. But people are it's, citing them all over the place. Yeah. Is that how he goes? Because then he goes to like the Bigfoot crypto, the other L- Lauren guy. Coleman's yeah. place, whatever. I don't know, remember the guy's name in the show. Gets a book and through the book he finds out about Poirot. That's right. Has it's it- Great scene. Yeah, where he goes to the library and he's like, Have you got any books on Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> imagine, like, we imagine I just walked in apropos of nothing to a library and I was like, Hey, I'm looking for, for books on Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like it's like a big story in the news at the moment. Yeah, yeah. They would feel like, Oh, yeah, another person wanted to read about it. They're all checked out, I'm afraid. <laughs> to everybody's interest. And I love how. But she reacts, yeah, yeah really, quite rudely. She's yeah. very sassy about it. She's, she's She was. I love the shot of her. It's yeah. like she's just real close up of her face. She's got this big teased up mullet. That's great. Super it's 80s so hair and oh. uh, look. And she says, you know, you can find them in the mythological <laughs> section or the kids section. Doesn't she like yell that out as it yeah, yeah. Or the kids <laughs> section. Like she's trying to shame him God. in front of the library. What a weird interaction. Imagine the review. I would not leave a kind review for that library. <laughs> Librarian was incredibly rude to me. Embarrassed me in front of other library yeah, patrons. I don't think you remember the eighties very much. I don't think people <laughs> were reviewing libraries back then. I thought you were going to be. Do like, they do that now? I don't think anybody's ever think reviewed so. them. I thought you were going to be like. I don't think you remember the eighties. That was librarians. They were all rude. <laughs> they were all. Like I think that. That, that is a bit of a movie thing as well. Librarians are always sharp, yeah, short, and rude. absolutely yeah. shush. Yeah, hey, oh. you, are, you want my help You're in like, the library? I'm a librarian. What do you think this is? <laughs> How dare you? I'm here for shushing and nothing else. <laughs> and then after John Lithgow gets the book, he brings it home, sees Poirot in the book, and there's another great moment where he's like, oh, it's this person, Poirot. And his wife's like, no, it's the and the fake name he gave, <laughs> yeah, even though his picture <laughs> is there next to he's his like, name. This is fake. And this it, book is fake. And the penny drops <laughs> seconds later. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that as well. It's like, I mean, we're all following you. You didn't need to do that for us. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was just was that for our benefit? It's <laughs> so funny. Um, oh. oh, my God, that makes sense. It's not the fake name. The name in the book about this man is probably the correct one. We're, see, we're saying Poirot like like everyone would know what that means. Oh, that's true, like, yeah. Well, everyone would know what pyro means. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. They're called scallops or something. Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bel- Belgian... Um... Belgian discs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh... If people saw Murder on the Orient Express, that yeah. came out in cinemas, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I the think more recent one. people know Pyro. Pyro should be common He's a knowledge. detective guy, and this, mm. this actor also played the most... 
yeah, probably the, the best, the most iconic. Yeah, Poirot. yeah, absolutely. He does that. That my favorite Poirot thing, and, and I've only seen it happen in a couple of Poirot movies, is where he's like, "If I could just get you to sign this, it is an innocent waiver." And the guy's like, "Okay," and then he's like, "Haha, it was a confession to the murder you just committed." And the guy's like, "He Poiroed me. He got me good." It, it happens so often. Poirot, it's a classic Poirot move. It doesn't seem legal. Poirot! I would have gotten it too if it hadn't been for you paperwork. (laughs) He's so great. Yeah. um, yeah, So he goes to visit Lauren Coleman after he he reads the book. um, And he's like, hey, just hypothetically say I knew where an ape was. What would I do? And Lauren Coleman's like, this idiot. He's he's going down that Bigfoot path. Destroyed my life. Don't want to let it destroy his. Yeah. which is, I mean, like, he's got a museum. He seems like he's doing all right. Yeah. Because he stopped believing at this point, which yes. is why I think it's such a rude thing to do to... Lauren Coleman is still... he. So he has a cryptozoology museum, which has that big, like, wooden Bigfoot statue out the front. Like, it's clearly based on him, and Lauren Coleman is still researching Bigfoots, but right. in this movie, he's, like, washed up. and It's just a weird thing to do to a real person. I would love to know who the Belgian, who Poirot is well, based on. So this is from IMDb again. Yeah. It says, according to cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, some yeah. characters in the film are based to varying degrees on actual figures in the search for Sasquatch. Mm. Jacques Lafleur, which is Poirot, Poirot yeah. is a nod to the late Canadian René Dahinden and Dr. Wallace Wrightwood. Mm. Uh, combines some qualities of John Green, Peter Byrne, and the late Dr. Grover Krantz. Oh, great names. Also, Lauren Coleman is clearly you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have a Bigfoot museum, he has a Bigfoot museum. They That's look exactly fun- the same. It's clearly you. That's so funny. Like, well, <laughs> it's funny that they've tried to make these. <laughs> <laughs> trying to parody all these other guys, you know. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Is you think he was a little, he's like, oh, they could have put me in there. <laughs> They're just parodying, parodying the the... The late and current great names in cryptozoology. <laughs> uh, uh, it'd be great if he was. What was the name of the the guy that Poirot was based on? The uh, it's a good name, Rene Dahinden. It's Ooh. great if he's like, oh, that clearly plays on Rene Dahinden because he was also a maniac, yeah. like <laughs> also, also a Canadian tried... guy uh, with <laughs> yeah. this weird. Sort of Belgianish accent. Yeah. He yeah. would also go around and pretend to be a pox and wildlife <laughs> service ranger. And this happened to him. <laughs> Based on a true story. <laughs> there have been reports of people who got not necessarily Bigfoot in their family, but their family in Bigfoot. There's a classic one who's like a 1920s like big game hunter or whatever who's like, Bigfoot picked me up in my sleeping bag and brought me over to its little camp or whatever and I lived with them for a couple of days. And it wasn't ideal, and then I left. <laughs> That's one of the classic stories. You also get all these reports of people being like, Bigfoot comes into my backyard and I feed it berries. People being like, take a photo, and they're like, I have yet to. And then they never do. Why? I mean, what? Yeah. It's, take, it's if, rude. If Dude, Bigfoot's coming in your backyard you and you're feeding guessed? it, take a snap. Oh, you reckon take a snap? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> look, ask Bigfoot's permission first, <laughs> yeah. then take the photo. Yeah, look. Um, what happens next? Gosh. So, well, um, I, I think it's things are getting wilder. Mm. Uh, Poirot's now getting close to the scent. I mm-hmm. think he uh, is Bigfoot. How does Bigfoot return to the Hendersons? Um, John Lithgow goes hunting for. Well, you get yeah. you get a great scene about how he does. But before that, Bigfoot fever hits the town in force, yeah. and you got everybody coming to the gun store buying guns to kill Bigfoot. And John Lithgow's dad is like, "Hey, 
Let's cash in. Can yeah, we got we got to make some money. He we'll sees be the brackets. He sees money in this, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, we got to make. We'll become the Bigfoot hub. Yes. for this town. And so he asks John Lithgow to draw him a picture of a Bigfoot, and John Lithgow is so conflicted because yeah. he doesn't want to draw a scary Bigfoot because he knows Bigfoot's good. John Lithgow is also an amazing artist, and that is just a weird fact that the yeah. movie uses for this one scene. But his dad has never appreciated his art. But it's just so fun. It's not not a thing really to be conflicted about. Mm, absolutely. To be like, mm, but I know he's nice. <laughs> I guess he... Because he kind of tries to explain it away where he's like, but if I make it scary... People pe- are going to shoot him. But people are going to shoot him anyway, yeah. John. So, he, so he, he draws a kind of friendly version yeah. of him and his dad is not happy. Oh, no. Mm. I and- mean, his dad was boning at 10 years old. So yeah, that's true. He's a, he was a guy who was matured young yeah, exactly. and now he's He's old, seen the world. Yeah, he's seen yeah. everything. He's mean. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's-, he's, he's frustrated. But did you know that picture that he drew Yeah, uh, was... Uh, one of the original design drawings by Rick Baker. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. Uh, but then Lithgow's dad makes a few modifications. Mm. As he's like, fangs. gives him angry eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he, like, as John Lithgow leaves, he's like, I'll get someone else to do it. Yeah. This is, I should have gotten a real artist. It's just like the most mean spirited. God. John Lithgow's so upset. But then John Lithgow goes home to his wife, I think, mm. at this point, and he's like, Real upset. You get that great scene where John Lithgow screams at that cyclist. Yeah. The cyclist who's like, oh, yeah, I, I hit a Bigfoot and I, like, tased him or something. No, maced him. And John Lithgow's yeah. like, that's not what happened. Yeah. You crashed into him and scared him, you maniac. And the cyclist's like, okay, yeah, that's what, oh, my God. Please don't <laughs> kill me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the journalists all turn to John Lithgow and say, who who are you? Did you say it? What, what's your name? And he says, I'm George. Heh. I'm George. Heh. I'm George. Heh. <laughs> I've got to go. <laughs> God. Hey, can we talk about where Harry as a name comes from? Because the answer is nowhere. Yeah. It's weird. He's like, oh, don't worry. We've got Harry. And the kid's like, who's Harry? And he's like, you're like the Bigfoot is Harry. Like, where did that? That's they just, just dropped the name. They just you're decide. Right. They just, just decide. If my kid loved the Bigfoot the way he did. I would get the kid to name the Bigfoot. Yeah, what you know, <laughs> but John Lithgow loves Bigfoot <laughs> yeah, more than true. anyone that's in the family does. It's John Lithgow's friend. It's it not is. really the family's friend. It this is about John. I Lithgow. don't see anyone else trying to kill a cyclist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everyone else is just sitting at home being like, "I wish we never brought this Bigfoot into our home." But John Lithgow's going out there onto the mean streets and screaming at strangers. And then they have a night that's like I have to assume is the police's worst nightmare because there's. They they make jokes about it, where they're just people seeded throughout the entire city with guns hunting Bigfoot, <laughs> yeah. and you have to assume so many people get accidentally shot. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially, just like you, you round a corner, there's anyone, you're mm. ready for a Bigfoot. If you're a tall man, you better get out of there. <laughs> it is a bad time to be tall and hairy in Seattle. <laughs> Honestly, if you're Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah, yeah you better yeah. run. <laughs> but the, so... The, the weird thing is everyone's aware of it. Everyone's scared. Everyone's got guns. Mm. But everyone who sees Harry is still like, excuse me, sir, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh! <laughs> There's this one guy. He's looking through a window um, in one of the neighbor's houses and a guy comes by and he goes, Stop looking through that window. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, one of the funniest, um, like, uh, comical yeah. sort of... It's so funny. Yeah, he's, he's, Bigfoot is a, 
eight foot tall hairy man looking through the window being like this ain't right <laughs> um yeah and then so that that night when the city has gone fever bigfoot fever crazy <laughs> yeah john lithgow's out hunting um harry you get that great scene of harry who sees john lithgow yelling at the cyclist on the tv in a store picks up the tv tries to walk away with it it unplugs he's like what <laughs> Where'd he what go? I was going to take... I'll grab another if one. If only this was a refrigerator, then I'd understand <laughs> how it works. Yeah. It happens just like three times. Because like, he's watched TV a lot. Yeah, Harry, yeah. figure They're it out. They watching Adam's oh, Family for yeah. a while. They, they watched... We um, hear... Uh, what was Ronald Reagan's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 Thingo and Thingo. bedtime for Bonzo. But, yeah, bedtime yeah. for Bonzo. Yeah, he, he's watching that. I, I love that scene that cuts. Like that's that's almost like you, I'd get a tattoo of it. That scene where <laughs> he's getting pampered by the family, yeah. watching the Adams family. That rules. See, that's one of the scenes I really do remember from yeah. as a kid. I thought the whole film was more like that. I remember it being mm. more like. But I think I'm maybe confusing some of the sitcom because I think the sitcom mm. was okay. focused on him being an odd. Yeah. You know, like an odd new family member, more like Alf or something. Yeah, this, mm. but and yeah, I was expecting the same because I think that's the like the direction that a film like this would normally take. Right. But I, I really like the it's direction Harry and the Hendersons not, went where yeah. it's just in all not sorts that of kind of movie. Yeah. They do not take any of the easy outs no. in this movie. They're never like, Oh, it's it's like family drama and, and Harry's there. They're like, It's a big problem. <laughs> this is intense. They, we gotta deal with so it. So apparently they kept uh, Harry a secret this is again from IMDB kept Harry a secret prior to the film's release and they only showed glimpses in publicity okay. and they reckon that might have been one of the reasons uh, why the film wasn't as successful <laughs> as it could have been <laughs> Um, because uh, they didn't sell the fact that a Bigfoot was the star weird. of the film, apart and plus the fact that uh, there's no mention of a Bigfoot in the title. Yeah, Harry. So they weren't showing wow. the Bigfoot in God. the. There were eyes and stuff like that. So someone was like, "People love family." What would this film look like without Harry? Harry and the Hendersons would be confusing. Yeah, it's just John Lithgow going around yelling at people. <laughs> John Lithgow kills a man with his car, <laughs> and yeah. oh no. <laughs> And so be- because of this, in some uh, overseas territories, it was renamed Bigfoot and the Hendersons. Oh, okay. Uh, do we, can we, do we have the trailer? Can we, I want to see if, if, if we get a trailer that's got no Harry in it. I'm just so baffled as to yeah, what that would true. look like. Because I can't, the movie, surprise, is about Harry. It's pretty intense. Uh, anything without Harry or the context of Bigfoot it becomes such a terrifying movie <laughs> yeah, absolutely. because everyone is armed everyone's like John Lithgow is insane <laughs> yeah, yeah he has like, such a manic awful energy it just yeah I, that makes me think that they couldn't have possibly advertised it without I know like what are you, what are you gonna what are you possibly going to say Did, is it maybe I'm just imagining or was it the kind of thing where they were like it's Harry and the Hendersons, but we didn't know what Harry was. Mm. So we were like, Harry could be a mon. But even then, that's weird. I think what I'm predicting for this mm. trailer, what I think is go- what we're going to see is a classic 80s trailer voiceover. Yeah. Where like uh, uh, John Lithgow and family thought they were going on a normal adventure, you know, shots yeah, yeah. of the car or whatever. But actually, they, they had a visitor. Something went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they had a visitor they wouldn't expect. John Lithgow being like, it's too big or something like that. <laughs> and now they've got to work together as a family. Oh, no. It's, it's whatever is in my house has caused problems. All right. All right here we go. So this is, this is it. Hopefully I've set it up so uh, people can hear it as well. All right. Which will be, you know, it's always interesting mm. to hear a visual thing. Yeah, but... hear a trailer. Uh, okay. Let's uh, see. That classic universal... 
Hell yeah. Uh, is this the first Primates trailer reacts? <laughs> For ages, he has hidden in the forest. Okay. Eluded hunters, baffled scientists, and remained a mystery. Until the Hendersons bumped into him. <laughs> what is it? It's a major discovery. We have to take it home. Oh, yeah, they mentioned it. Sounds so much. Whoa. George. It's alive! Yeah! Back of Harry's head? It's yeah. It's my 15th birthday corsage! Oh. <laughs> George, he's coming How back! How great. Let's just. 80s trailer music. Oh, yes. It was all like that beautiful, like instrumental. Yeah. Shit. They're, they're hitting all the things we've talked about. Yeah. yeah. Teaching him to sit, the past the maker, the rubbery floor. But yeah, they've yet to show Harry yelling at the cyclist. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just very brief. I gotta find him. Poirot there. Something to me. Oh, Never John. Seen him again, God, you're. What I'm gonna say now might save his life. Oh, man. This makes me want to watch it again. Look at that Sheba sweat. What is the other name? Since right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that dog. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't show what he is. That's incredible. Just. something? Wouldn't if you were you're watching that, you'd probably assume that you just don't see him in yeah, the film. That, yeah, so, especially because like writing's not. That oh, well, we oh, know writing. Oh, oh, okay. Oh no. <laughs> like yeah, but like if you didn't know what a Bigfoot was, even without the con, even with the context of Bigfoot, it's not clear. But yeah. I think it is obvious that it's a Bigfoot movie. Yes. Yeah. It's what, gonna, well, I was unsure whether or not it was going to be obvious it was a Bigfoot movie. Yeah. I think it was. It was unclear. Yeah. You, I guess you figured out it's a Bigfoot. Yeah. 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 But still, weird they didn't show him. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, man, that trailer music is so good. It is. It's, it's, I just, I'm ready for an adventure. It's like the Home Alone. I think, I think it's like the Home Alone music. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ah, man, so good. So then uh, in that night, in Bigfoot Fever Night, mm. um, there's that scene where uh, John Lithgow finds Harry but they kind of like have a little bit of hijinks running around. When Harry's pulling the TVs as well, there's just a couple in the background watching real like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> They're just not that excited. Um, <laughs> then there's a fight in a bin. Yeah. Between John Poirot. Lithgow, yeah. Have a great fight in a bin where Poirot's trying to get the drawer on Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing funnier than what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> What I love in that scene is there's like his gun falls into the bin and Bigfoot goes to grab it. And yes. for a second, we were like, is Bigfoot going to shoot Poirot? Bigfoot, no. Do you remember? Bigfoot grabs the gun by the wrong end and puts it up to his face. Oh, yeah. And Poirot's slowly reaching up to grab the handle. It's, it's like a really intense it's fight so, scene. But Bigfoot sometimes understands gun and sometimes doesn't. Yeah. And it's insane. It's curious as to what is gun to him and what isn't gun. Um, but then John Lithgow stops the garbage truck just at the right moment. Mm. They both go flying and Harry and John Lithgow flee. They escape back to the house. Yeah. And then it's a matter of like we they invite that Lauren Coleman fellow over. Mm. And they have that great reveal of like, hey, idiot, it's Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, he's standing behind you. Yeah, Lawrence is going, he's, uh, you know, don't waste your real. time. You know, it destroyed me, it'll destroy you. Yeah, and 
oh my god, it was all worth it. And then you everyone get that real- starts laughing. And everyone's at him. like, you idiot, and you they- stupid fool. And they ask him, where can we? Do you know a place where he mm. could live? You know, in peace. And he goes, I know just the place. Yeah. But we can't get there at night. It's too dark to find it. We'll have to go in the morning. Yeah. And Lithgow goes, that's fine. We'll get up early. I'll wake the kids up. And they're all excited. <laughs> and then Lauren Guy just walks out of the house. It's probably the funniest moment in the film because John Lithgow says, that was odd. He just left. <laughs> and and we don't even know when he's coming back. <laughs> It's real funny. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> he just goes, and then he comes back in with a sleeping bag. But it's, I was like, they didn't need to do yeah, that. Yeah, he could have just gone. Like that line was unnecessary. He could have just left, come back with a sleeping bag. Fine they could gear. have just cut to sleeping bag sleeping with Bigfoot. That's mm. all they needed to do. But oh, I think was... I reckon it was. I think it was one of the funniest yeah, was, bits of the film. It was very good. It was and... one of the one of the lines I wrote down. That. Uh, the pasta maker line. Yeah. Also, at one point, uh, they say, we don't even know if it's a he or a she. And yeah. the daughter goes, it's a he. <laughs> and I'm expecting, and, and uh, Lithgow or someone says, how do you know that? And I'm yeah. expecting her to say, he smells, yeah, you know, yeah. that smell, Stinky gotta be boy a boy. Smell, yeah. But she says, you really want to know, basically? They're, they're alluding God. to the fact she's seen his dick. <laughs> yeah. I do not I remember like, that. I was what just like, what? <laughs> wow. that, that was real. Uh, that That's thought, a that was really strange funny. moment. And, and the parents go, we don't want to know. Real. <laughs> don't tell us when don't, or how please, you saw oh his dick. Oh, my God. Jesus. No, we don't need to know how you can identify <laughs> a gender. <laughs> and, then, and then there was this other weird scene where Harry's come back um, to sort of ask for forgiveness for eating her corsage by giving her oh, a yeah, bunch right. of flowers. Right. Yeah. And they and she says, Oh Harry, you know, uh, this is a nice moment. And then he just slowly pushes <laughs> yeah, her to yeah. the ground by the face. Yeah, he just he does that a couple times just, and it always looks like he's body slamming. <laughs> and it's weird because it feels like it's setting it up like, oh Harry learned that this was a thing, but he never did. <laughs> is that is that then the scene that is insane where she like offers or proffers, she's, she's got the flowers and she's like, oh, Harry, look, these flowers are so lovely. Harry grabs the flowers and makes like he's going to eat uh, them, yeah, but yeah. then stops and he's like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no. He pulls a joke. <laughs> he pranks them. <laughs> he pranks the family. That's insane. Yeah, I think that's when he's saying is like, he's like, uh, we're getting ready to leave the house. Harry somehow understands that he's going home. And yeah, he's pulling pranks on the family and saying goodbye. Wow. Madness. Then they go to the forest, all of them together. Uh, with Poirot hot on their heels. It's mm-hmm. like a chase scene now. Yes. Um, Driving their beat up wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, they, they're at one point, they're stuck on the interstate and it's all blocked. And a cop drives oh past. Oh, my God. There's <laughs> like the cop the sirens going off. Gone. And as the cop passes, there's a tense moment of like, is the cop here for us? Is he here for Poirot? But no, he was just going somewhere else. Which is the reason why they didn't use the path the cop car created by just tailing the cop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then Harry, noticing how all the other cars react to the siren... Leans out, starts making the siren <laughs> noise perfect. himself. Yes. It's just such Im- a wild moment. Like, and the fact that everyone's like, "Oh, I guess it's another cop car." Imagine oh, pulling. I'm over not going to the... turn around and say <laughs> there's lights or anything. Imagine pulling, looking over the side and be like, "It's just an ape hollering." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So they get away, and, and Poirot's he's trapped. Yeah, he's trapped. stuck. But it, yeah, 
Um, and then they make it out of the forest. Mm. Pyro eventually tracks Catch them down. Catches up. Mm. But not not for probably they've got a 10-minute yeah. window. Yeah, a bit of a head start. So they're, they're going, Harry, go. This mm. is a, maybe uh, the this is another scene. one of the... Yeah, Pinnacle. Of, so good. Saying, please, you got to go. Yeah. Go, we don't like you. We don't we want you here. Get out of here. Yeah, scram. And Harry looks back <laughs> so sad and then he's like... <sighs> and he just and walks then, over to the no, fight. And then Lithgow oh, that's punches right, him that's in the right. face. Yeah. <laughs> Lithgow full on slaps <laughs> him. He just punches him. He hits oh him so God. hard. It's... There's, I reckon there's half a dozen moments that it is like because of the rest of it's just weird and odd. Yeah, and then there's just these genius comedy yeah. beats. Ugh, so good. That because I remembered that being the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it, it. Probably listening, you're probably thinking I've lost my mind saying John Lithgow punching a Bigfoot. It's brilliant comedy, but I don't it's know. It's so funny. No, it's it's very funny. And I absolutely agree. I always remembered that as the end of the movie. What I a, always that's th- a f- what I a thought, fantastic what an incredible end. finish yeah. where it's like they bonded, but John Lithgow's got to he's got to pull some tough love to mm. save this ape he cares for so very much. But then Poirot arrives, yeah, and they're mm. like, "Oh no, Poirot's hot on Bigfoot's heels." Yeah. So we're gonna have to make some. They had this quite a genius mm. idea of making yeah. fake Bigfoot tracks. Don't know how they had all these big. Well, because yeah. no, they're plaster casts of actual Bigfoot oh. tracks that Lauren Coleman just had. Right. <laughs> okay, it's, that makes sense. It's uh, ingenious that they you would use that, but it's insane that they just had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that why would yeah why do you have him on him? How, I don't how, know. It wasn't even his car. Like, yeah, did he just what is bring he packing? He's got a sleeping no, it bag. Was, yeah. It was his van. Oh, oh, it was his van. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We established well, that at one point sense. that that's his van. Yeah. Then cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it has a, a big foot in the side. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. satisfied. And I kind of like how they didn't even take the time to explain it. Yeah, Or yeah, if me they too. did, I wasn't watching it. That <laughs> we originally, because earlier on, we established that John Lithgow, to talk to Coleman, has to buy a big, uh, like a Bigfoot foot uh, lamp. La- lamp or whatever. And we thought it's the Bigfoot lamp that he's using, yeah, which yeah. is so funny because then he would only have like a right foot. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's the. Speaking uh, yeah. of that, that scene is wild because he goes in there, he's like, Lauren Coleman, talk to me about Bigfoot. This is before. Lauren Coleman knows that Harry's real. Mm. And Lauren Coleman's like, no, we're closed or we're closing. So if you want to keep chatting, you got to make some purchases. John Lithgow doesn't just buy one thing. He, he buys several. He buys so much and also doesn't get any new information. It's so, like, so funny. He's just got a lot of weird Bigfoot paraphernalia in his house now. But yeah, they make the fake footprints. They kind of throw Poirot off the trail, but not mm. really. No. And um, then... Bigfoot, does Bigfoot jump out of a tree? Well, yeah. yeah, Bigfoot's in a tree with a heap of birds on his arm. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, just, I he's guess just, he's standing there watching John Lithgow make a fake trail towards <laughs> Harry. Yes, that's <laughs> Harry was like, you know, <laughs> Harry did it wrong. Not, <laughs> Harry sees that, and I think that's when Harry's like, oh, my God, he does love me. Yeah, I think that's, that's what that scene is for. But you're right, it, it is a little confusing. <laughs> and then Poro, and yeah. It's, it sort of it works, but unfortunately mm-hmm. Works. He follows the <laughs> too path well, yeah. to Harry, but Harry jumps out of the tree on top of Poirot. Yeah, they wrestle for a bit. Yeah. Or am I misremembering? No, they. Uh, I'm sure they. Yeah, he jumps on him, and there's mm. some sort of a fight. Yeah, there's yeah. a little scuffle. Then uh, Bigfoot's losing, so B- Bigfoot runs away, and Poirot's chasing him with the gun. And he's about to get a good shot or something like that. But then the dog oh, that's comes right. out of nowhere. Oh, that's right. And the do- oh, this is so good. The dog charges Poirot, gets st- bites Poirot's leg, and is pulling on it. And 
despite the fact that Poirot is apparently evil and has a gun in his hands, he yeah. puts the gun down, <laughs> picks up the dog and throws it in. You will just need to either watch the movie or at least go on YouTube and find the video of this dog being thrown because it looks wrong. Yeah. And what's 80s, 80s dog throwing comedy. It's <laughs> yeah, so funny. But it's not, it doesn't get thrown with like the right physics. It like, it turns in the Flies. air. Yeah. It's in the air for way too long and it travels perfectly straight. <laughs> what I think is wild is that it's caught by Harry, which means that. Gen- because it's the 80s, it's not like it's CGI'd. Someone genuinely threw that dog, Someone threw and, the dog caught it. and caught it. It's That's an- amazing. Oh, it's so good. What a scene. Um, I wouldn't put it past Baker. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> Baker true. somehow made up a baseball to look like a dog. <laughs> that perfectly, mm, when thrown, had the physics of a Well, I guess not the physics of a dog. But with the dog's help, Harry can now overpower Poirot. And mm. there's a scene where Poirot thinks that he's about to be crushed. <laughs> yeah, that's but right. then Bigfoot spares him, but John Lithgow has yet to spare <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. Lithgow's furious. Lithgow's oh. livid with, with Poirot for trying to kill Bigfoot, his it son. looks like Lithgow's about to, because he's got him up a, that Bigfoot's, uh, Harry's handed him over to the, the Hendersons mm. and uh, Coleman, and John Lithgow is slamming him against the car. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he's oh really Harry has to head. step in. Yeah. yeah. Harry has to be like, please, John. <laughs> no, you're killing him. You're killing this man. <laughs> and Poirot has a change of heart. Yeah. That's, that's great. It's yeah. such a nice thing in, in a movie like this. He's not like, you got me, I'm going to jail. Yeah. He's like, maybe I should leave Bigfoot alone. Yeah. He uh, beat compassion into yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. But I, I think yeah. it was probably in, uh, because Bigfoot's, uh, Harry said, Spared his life. Yeah, that's like, true. All right, <laughs> if that's what it takes, yeah. that's what it takes. <laughs> and then they all sort of watched as a group now, yeah, sort of waving goodbye. And you get all of a sudden, his family appear. Yeah, well, before that, you get one of the strangest scenes in the movie where he's like, "Be good, Harry," and Harry's like, "Okay." Did he say okay? He's yeah, said, he says okay. Yes. How did he's, I miss that? He speaks with English. It's bizarre. And everyone's like, Ooh, ah. and then Harry walks into, into the forest and you see his family rise up and they are they all go inside. It's so funny God. how much I enjoyed watching this movie, but I miss so much. Well, we miss stuff as so well. Good. I didn't yeah. remember the pasta make a scene. Yeah. Like, which made the yeah I know made the promo but clip. Somehow you didn't hear the, the Harry speaking. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such and that happened. And I just stared at Adam. We just I, looked at each other like, how is this? I happening? think I remembered. I remembered Poirot or someone saying they have language. Yeah, and yeah. that would have been what they were referring to. I thought they were there was a, <laughs> just a, a sign or something. <laughs> no, he's like okay. <laughs> it's just madness. It took so long to. And I, I just wish uh, Lithgow or someone said, you can talk? Yeah. Why didn't you say something? <laughs> Nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have it. Everything's been okay until now. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, you're right. He walks into the f- woods and you see what previously you couldn't tell, you thought it was just a bush or whatever, rises up and it's a Bigfoot and then a little baby Bigfoot yeah. mm. and they all head into the woods together. And you're like, that That was in That's a way we his... we can't find him. They're such good hiders. Yeah, they're just mm. great at Hard hiding. Hard plain sight. Yeah. He had his own Hendersons the whole time, I guess. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they head into the woods and credits roll, basically. Yeah. And the credits are bizarre. Yeah. Did you watch through <laughs> yes, the credits so at all? Strange. Did we watch through the credits? <laughs> it was like a new weird movie. It was So it starts with Lithgow sitting down to do some drawing. Mm. And then it becomes like that aha film clip where yeah. it's sort of that yes. weird 80s sketch drawing mm. cartoon and they choose 
really weird bits of the movie to turn into that cartoon. Yeah, and it's, it makes it... If you saw just that, you'd think this is a different film. Yeah, it's like absolutely. a really emotional... Mm. I think Joe Cocker's playing or someone who sounds like Joe Cocker is singing over the top. And that song was written for the movie right. as well. Like, that's a it's genuine... It's a song about Bigfoot it's a, written for the movie. It's a song about Harry and the Hendersons, and it's very emotional. It's got... It's kind of like that 80s sort of ballad feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. And yeah, there's weird... Like, the dog-throwing moment gets out animated for some reason like it's, so good. it's bizarre it's baffling uh, yeah that, that's what i want tattooed on me <laughs> the still frames all <laughs> wrapped around torso. The getting <laughs> so they, they talk about um how much the the not showing harry in the previews yeah. and stuff might have hurt the box office but it was budget was only 10 million and it grossed about 50 worldwide oh, well that's so good. good yeah, yeah that's, that's really good that's successful it uh, spawned the the sitcom as well. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. I never saw the sitcom. I didn't. I never. I, I can't remember if I did or not. I, did anyone remain in it? Maybe we no, should do that as a Harry, follow-up. I think. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should all watch the sitcom. We we'll should. watch the, at least the first episode to see yeah. how they do it. Because in the sitcom, he's living with them again. Yeah, <laughs> how did so, he come back? So there is one theory um, again on the IMDb page saying that uh, that it's a it's a um, different reality oh, where he never left. I see. That's weird. A kind of like side cool. Well, that uh, would make some sense because it's not John Lithgow in the show. Ah, that's true. They get someone else to play John jo- Lithgow. John, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Lithgow Henderson. <laughs> I think they CGI or something. <laughs> yeah, they maybe out they get maybe that's first Andy Circus role we know. Of. <laughs> right, that makes sense. Yeah, they figure out a way to to make it still work. Yeah, because I when I chatted to my brother about it because I was like he's like hey does it end with um he, yeah he asked me he's like does it end with Harry finding his forest cut down and crying. I was like, no. <laughs> and he thinks that he's seen the finale for the TV show at some point. Spoilers, I guess. Right. But, yeah, that Harry Harry's forest gets torn down. Because this movie kind of has an anti-hunting message. Yeah, I yeah. Um, so. You know, definitely there's like That's a, John Lithgow's... Unless like, fish. Like, Unless Fishing's fish. still great. Yeah. Do it and yes. eat McDonald's filet of fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so there's sort of like, a, but maybe in the, the sitcom, there's like an anti logging, you know, mm, right. a pro environmentalism message, which Bigfoot, you know, sometimes tends to come with that, I think. If you have Bigfoot in your movie and he's not a monster, he's there to be like, hey, don't deforest. <laughs> I'm Bigfoot and I'm again it. Yeah. Um, did, were there any of the original actors in mm. the sitcom? Uh, let me have a look. Yeah, because I'd be curious. I'd be, yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, like, what, what are the kids doing? <laughs> they might true, as well. True, true, You know, Poirot, I don't think, had many other mm. film roles, so he could still be in it the as the villain. problem with kids is um, aging. Oh, that's true. I yeah. forgot kids Well, if there's only one season. It's classic kids. <laughs> Wasn't it three seasons? Oh, was it three seasons? Uh, three seasons, and it, but it was... Uh, 91, so four years later. Okay, probably not the same kids. Yeah. Um, Where's the cast here? So Kevin Peter Hall remained as Harry. Oh, cool. At least in the first season. Okay. And then there's different actors after that. Uh, Bruce Davison played... Uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Okay. Who's that? Uh, it kind of looks like Kenny Rogers. Oh, that's... Look, hey, if you're trying to replace John Lithgow, that's not a bad choice. Okay, right. that's good. That's good. I'm glad I'm glad they... I would be interested to see 
you know, in like 20 minute or however long the episodes were, if they could capture the intensity of John Lithgow, just I just don't think so you hard. could. I feel like his heart would have exploded <laughs> if, if that <laughs> if a regular happened. man tries yeah. to capture. Oh, for three seasons, yeah. absolutely. Oh, he He's the senator in, in the X-Men movie. Yes. Oh, that's oh where yeah, I okay, I see from. that. That's Lithgow. Have Lith you heard of the Willard horror films? No. He's no. the titular Willard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be. Oh, that's prestigious. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't... I'm not recognizing any of the other. I suspect the TV show, though, is going to be the kind of film you think Harry and the Hendersons is. You know what yeah. I mean? It's going to be Laugh ape, track and... ape goofs around yeah. with yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like heart wrenching <laughs> not... tale of a madman and his Bigfoot friend. Harry and the Hendersons has such a unique, unrecreatable energy. Absolutely. No film has matched the, the strangeness of Harry and the Hendersons. Well, should we talk about the score? You so we, uh the. Do you remember the scoring system? It's out of how many bananas okay. uh, you believe mm. the film is. The bunch is as big or as small as you want it to be, oh. however big you picture it, and how ripe are those bananas? All right. I, for Harry and the Hendersons, picture a big, juicy bunch just, like, hanging off the tree, about to come off like it's that ripe yeah. um, and fat with bananas and, and yellow as can be. Probably the highest praise I could give that this That is film. high praise. Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. I, I'm, have you ever seen a bunch of bananas that's like drooling out of the tree? <laughs> like yeah. you get, it's like a mutated several bunches, two bunches connected somehow. Yeah. And look, <laughs> you, you get in a mix of ripe and unripe <laughs> bananas, but on the whole... You, you you cannot look away from this. <laughs> it's a beautiful bunch. Yeah. I think I'm with you. It's, yeah. a, uh, it's a big, beautiful bunch of bananas. The ripeness is inconsistent. <laughs> it is. But there's so many of there them. There are moments yeah. where you can look away. Yeah. <laughs> and you're <laughs> still fine. you should. <laughs> uh, but there are some great moments. Uh, it's just a real fun film. And John Lithgow, I just remembered how, how great he is. Yeah. Love him. Well, he's got to be uh, one of my favourites, I think. If you want to be reminded of how good John Lithgow is, watch this movie. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hated John Lithgow. Yeah. No, no film he's ever been yeah. in. I've been like, mm. he's, he's often a villain. He, he plays a pretty good villain. Mm-hmm. But, hey, absolutely. But so you can... You can love to hate him. Yeah, that's yes, true. That's yes. true. He allows that. But yeah, what what would you say his most iconic role is for people who aren't familiar with his Third work? Rock from the Sun? That's probably yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. where I'd put him. Uh, um, I guess that's where he got his start, surely. Well, I mean, oh, Harry let's... predates him. Oh, really? really? Third Rock's 90s. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. I always, uh, it's obviously after all of everything that we're talking about, but I always consider his most iconic conic role was in Dexter. It was like my uh, favorite season. He was great in right. Dexter. He was incredible in it. But he's he's just he's been in so much uh, stuff. What was he was in um, in the Crown playing Winston Churchill? Oh, really? That that? Roles? Yeah. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, he's just been in. He's got such a unique voice mm, as well. Yeah, he but does. John Lithgow kind of like it's, I couldn't even try and oh, recreate. Yeah, true. Where it. Is you don't he think from? about it, but his voice is really yeah, unique. You are very correct. Yeah. Um, Where is he from? Uh, born in Rochester, New York. Okay. Oh, yeah. He doesn't really sound no? like he's. Yeah, it's it's got like a great twang to mm. it, kind of. Yeah, gotta love the Lithgow man. You gotta mm, you gotta absolutely. give props to the Lithgow and Harry. If the TV props show had just been John Lithgow and Harry uh, himself having madcap adventures, that's what I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen a so Bigfoot needs Bigfoot and family need to get from one side of the U.S. Uh, to the other side yes, of the U.S. That's yes. the show I want. No, a hundred percent. 
that rules. And it's just John Lithgow, and he's stopping in different towns, oh, and he's got to hide that. the Bigfoot yeah, family. That'd be so good. And you could call it John and the whatever the you know, like a reverse of Harry and the Hendersons. I just really this is the second Lithgow film we've talked about on this show. We also uh, talked about Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and oh, he cool. plays. He's got a great role That's in that right. as, he as does the dad of. Uh, oh, yeah, in the first yeah, yeah. one, yeah. James Franco. Do you reckon coming into Rise of the Planet of the Apes, he was like, oh, it's all coming back to me. (laughs) (laughs) I know how to (laughs) I know how to live with an ape. Yeah, I've done this before. (laughs) It's it's nice to be back, you know. It's like riding a bike. (laughs) You never forget. (laughs) Um, The other thing we do to talk about the films, uh, Andy Matthews is some sort of scientist who's a regular guest on this show. Mm. He told us in the first episode that chimps and humans share 98 or 99% DNA. Mm. So we talk about how much of your DNA do you see as a percentage Mm. shared with Harry in this case? Oof. How much of mine? And why? And why? What and why? Yeah, <laughs> and how? And I think who? I think um, it's got to be a high percentage. I'm just trying to work out what percentage because Harry has a big heart, both metaphorically and literally, <laughs> yep. and so do I. <laughs> I can see that. You know, I, I get that, Adam. I yeah. with you. I, you know, I think I'm the same. Harry, he's inquisitive. He's a bit of trouble, you know, but he's oh, beloved. You're, yes, you absolutely. Know? You're very correct. You there. know, oh, no, he's he's knocking over stuff, but you, you forgive him. So are you knocking over stuff. I'm knocking over you stuff. You are 100%. You know, you, people who live with me live the Harry and the Henderson's yeah. life. So if anything, Harry is just me but taller. <laughs> I do have to hide you from Poirot. <laughs> exactly. So if you give me a number, you're saying high, you're thinking 90s high? I'm thinking 90s high, definitely definitely in that 98, 99. Wow. And I'm wondering. There's a real maybe. arrogance to this. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, Harry, what a character. You think you're, you think you're 98% Harry? The only difference is we have a height and hair. Oh, okay. The two and H's. The, and they had 2%. Yeah. That's it. That's two things. I'm 98%. Yeah. All right. I was going to say around 95% for me and Harry. I, th- I think we've got a similar energy. Which, and you're hairier. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's so hard to tell what the scoring system is. <laughs> I shaved this. yesterday, so if you shaved yeah. Harry, maybe he'd look like yeah, this. I think he could. That's, that's a great yeah, point. He could look like that. Have you ever had anybody who said they were like 0% to it 1%? There was one time someone said something real low, but yeah, I can't. It doesn't seem I really right should track to say. all this. <laughs> In some ways, it feels disposable. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, should, I really should get a spreadsheet going and track everyone's. You should. Whoever's yeah. listening, anyone listening right now, do it. Get like down, to... write it down, listen back, you can figure it out. I want to find out the average. What's the average percent? Yeah. Someone get us charts. That's what we're looking for. Banana oh. ripeness charts as well. Oh, that'd mm. be yeah. that'd be a baffling chart to look at. <laughs> I'm, I think I'd say it's how I'd love to be 98, 98. Mm. I'd love to have that sort of self, uh, well, self-confidence. Well, you've got a big beard, so you yeah, should be 99. Big beard, okay. But I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if my heart's physically that large. <laughs> Okay. I'd like to think it was. What about if you give us like your your best sultry Harry and the Hendersons look? Oh, oh my god, that's pretty good. That is good. That's pretty. Adam, let me see yours. <laughs> that's pretty good as well. This is good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the lips so yeah, good. No, think, He's got the yeah. lips. I can great. see you at definitely ninety five. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm maybe I'm like 80, 80, no, that's 86, that's 87. Yeah, so yeah. I'll go with the year of of the film. <laughs> That's nice. It's poetic. Anyway. Uh, that brings us to almost the final segment of the show. It's the Patreon thanking segment. So if you want to support this show and also do go on a book cheat, go to patreon.com slash do go on pod. 
and you can support the show and get rewards like bonus episodes uh, featuring me and Dave and Jess from Do Go On. And also you can get shout outs on stuff like this podcast and uh, I'll read out your favorite primate. Um, do you what? Do you want to read them out in uh, in in Harry's in Harry's voice? voice? Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. Let me just turn this around. Okay. So, Heidi Stahl, my favorite primate is the baboon because they have these wise, serious faces and then this ridiculous-looking rear end, and also they can learn to read. I don't think that's true about baboons. Can, they can learn to read. Can baboons learn to read? That can't be right. Uh, well, I think Heidi Heidi knows. I wouldn't Heidi's be questioning a... Heidi. Absolutely. Adam, do you, a, do you have a Harry? Harry voice? I'll give it a ooh, red hot go. <laughs> was that good? <laughs> Sorry. Spooky Harry. That was my Ghost nearly Harry? dropped the laptop voice. Uh, Jay Munn. Mine has to be the proboscis monkey. I mean, just look at the thing. It's also got webbed toes and what Wikipedia describes. <laughs> Red penis with black scrotum. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. That's I love good, the proboscis monkey too, man. I'm with you. I should say, um, for those that don't know, Wikipedia is like a website. Um, <laughs> has, it sort of stores a lot of information on there. You can uh, access it via the internet. Mm. And I recommend you do do that. Thank you, Jaymon and Heidi Stoll. Also, Kat, she says... The white-faced capuchins in Panama. <laughs> I mean, we didn't get an accent because there's only one word. You yeah, can't that's train. true, that's true. The white-faced capuchins in Panama <laughs> that have officially entered the Stone Age. They're evolving in striking parallels <laughs> to how scientists believe our ancestors first did. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. I feel like I'm, I was being instructed by an old man not to go further down this road because <laughs> yeah. there's a, a an evil monster that lurks yeah. within the forest. Oh, man. And finally, Chelsea Petherick. Okay, great. Um, let's see what this voice sounds like. <clears throat> Chewbacca <laughs> is my favorite because he never had to deliver awful dialogue <laughs> and apparently Wookiees are primates. Oh, if that's true, that's, that's cool. Wow, that opens you up to a whole that bunch of does. possibilities. That'd have be you, great. Have you considered applying for a role as an orc in the new <laughs> Lord of the Rings TV show? <laughs> Meets back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chelsea. Yeah, I didn't realise Chewbacca Wookiees are primates. That are does they? open up a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Where can people find you? You said Sans Pants uh, uh yep uh is our website you can find links to all of our shows there you can find mm-hmm. us individually i guess on our smaller podcast uh, not on our, <laughs> smaller. on our individual <laughs> podcasts uh-huh. uh uh D is for nerds plumbing the death star yeah. shut up a second anything if you do you like dungeons and dragons real play podcasts do you like pop culture nonsense podcast do you like normal nonsense podcasts <laughs> do you like podcasts about afl do you like podcasts about uh, mental health issues and do you like podcasts about 
me answering questions from listeners with my family. If any of them sound good, head to sandspansradio.com. I'm, I'm going to be on Plumbing the Death Star yeah, that's true. Sharp a second. Mm, pretty soon. Yeah, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So I'm looking forward to that. That's I've been on Plumbing before, but not Shut Up a Second. Shut Up a Second's good. It's, it's uh, a Shut Up a Second. <laughs> it's a show with a strange energy. <laughs> All right. It's a show that a just... A energy? Yeah. yeah just maybe, as intense. Yeah. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, I guess, if you want, at All Dogs Are Dead. I'm at retro archetype if you're looking for catchy. us there i love that catchiness <laughs> um and uh we normally uh sign off with a a, a primate related catchphrase we always do it it's okay. the same okay. every week but yeah. it's not really we just riff it in the moment yeah. so if you two want to come up with something there okay i'll say thank you everyone so much for listening please review us uh, give us a five star review um, and <laughs> also uh just to sign off as we always say here, thanks so much for coming, Jackson, by the way, and thank Adam. You, thank you. And anytime. as we always say, uh, Harry, uh, Harry had, uh, the had the monkey, monkey to, to my heart this entire time. You <laughs> always say that. <laughs>